This is the Pete and Kimber podcast. Hello, welcome to the podcast. Hey, how Hi, are you going? Yeah, good, good. Hey, um, Mix fam, thanks for joining us. Yeah, nice to have you along here. Now, you told me, or you were just about to start telling me about a very interesting fact about the bloke who made Crocs. Yeah. The so footwear. Have you got a pair of Crocs? No, but I'm very close. What? Well, hang on. <laughs> very, like, what's happened in your life that you're like, I feel like I'm at a point where I'm about to need Crocs? Well, I reckon it, I reckon it goes in this particular cycle, right? So um, when I was a bit younger, not only a few years ago, I'd see Crocs on people and go, that's ridiculous. Why would you wear that stupid bloody footwear? Yep. And then um, uh, probably about a year ago, I was walking past a Crocs store and I don't know why, maybe it's because I'm a dad now, um, I like looked in there and went, you know what, they... For a few of the things that I just need to get around the house with and stuff, they look quite practical. They're a pretty decent little shoe. Yeah. I had one many years ago um, when I was just flying through America and flying through and just I got sick to death of being patted down at the airport because they basically just end up, I was being like stripped in the in the airport where they're like, now remove your belt, now get rid of this, now you got to get rid of your bra, you got to, and I was like, I've got nothing left. And so yeah. to try and minimise the issue... I bought Crocs, so I didn't have to keep taking my Doc Martens off. And so I had a pair then, and I have a pair now for the gardening. They're a great gardening shoe. Are they? Because they I, don't I, quite I do... invite the spiders in, Like, but you can get around and if your feet get wet or sandy or dirty, you can easily just hose everything off. Oh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, okay. So they're good for that. But anyway, Crocs guy is... Actually has made some decent money in his time because Crocs came back again. I see a lot of people wearing Crocs. But he's got a different accessory that he's brought to the market that's made him an absolute fortune. What is it? Um, So do you know the Stanley water bottle? Is there a particular, I mean, I'm picturing just a water bottle. Brightly coloured. With a big handle on the side. It's like oh. how Americans would drink like Big Gulp. Yeah, and it's yeah. Like the bottom part fits in a cup holder in the car. Yeah. But, the bigger, but there's a bigger bit on top. Yes. With a big old straw and a handle, right? Yep. No, I'm familiar. So even just explaining that to you, apparently it's called the Stanley Quencher. Okay. And uh, it's a 1.2 litre stainless steel vacuum insulated jug with the straw and it has meant that the Crocs brand, or because it's attached to this same dude, it has made them over seven hundred and fifty million US dollars in twenty twenty three. Good That's lord! What their sales went to? It's over a billion Australian. They that company were only making seventy million a year before, and now they were seven hundred and fifty million last year over these drink bottles. That's nuts! These cups. Isn't yeah, but, it like it like, makes me feel so dumb that I am not coming up with some sort of invention? Yeah, I mean, but if it's made them that in 2023, don't feel dumb because we've had various forms of that, which essentially is a keep cup, yeah, for God knows how long. But just it, it just for some reason, I don't know, the wind picks up on it and everybody starts buying them. I can't remember which comedian it was that said, like, when did we all become so thirsty? Like, I don't remember <laughs> when we were kids. Mum and Dad never packed us a water bottle when we left the house. And yeah. now everyone's like, if you catch a bus to the office, you've still got a water bottle in your bag. Like, well, we, Why are we all carrying water on us? It's so funny that you say that because, like, we, the whole remembering what it was like when we were kids, same thing. Don't ever remember leaving the house with a drink bottle. But we do not leave our house 
without the kids having drink bottles. Yeah. Yeah. When did we get so thirsty? You need to hydrate. <laughs> Remember anyway. when it was like two cups of water? Remember when they like there'd be no, those two liters of water a day? No, say. no, there'd be those there'd be those ads that would pop up on the television, and they would tell you how many cups of water you need to drink. Mm. And it was it started out as being like two cups of water a day, and then it went to four cups, and then it went to eight cups, and now it's like you know, you need to knock back two or three liters of water a day. What are we doing to ourselves? Don't know. Hmm. Don't know, mate. Yeah, good to know. Let's go and create an invention. Um, well, while you're doing that, I will start telling people about what's on the podcast. Okay. Because our blackout challenge is in this one, the whole thing. Oh, yeah. It's really good too. Yep. So this is where we ended up, the Madagarup zipline. Um, blackout challenge is where we get blindfolded, all our senses taken away, noise-canceling headphones, and then we just have to trust the producers. We were out of the studio for a couple of hours um, and then wound up, yeah, Madagarup zipline. You'll find out how it went down, what happened in between, did we go through with it? All of that stuff. I think it was easier to achieve with the blindfolds on because I wasn't scared climbing up. Yeah, I still I still think I would have loved it more if I didn't have the blindfold on. Mm. Um, on the podcast today, we also chat about nightclubs for mums and dads. And the summer it's not things- really. It's a nightclub for slightly older people. It's 25 and above. 25 and 25 above? 25 and above, and they're calling it a nightclub for mums and dads. It's not old enough. Number one, way to put us all in a pigeonhole. Not it's, all of us are mums and dads. It's not old enough. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. No, 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 no. It's not. If you're if you're at the age of twenty five I reckon yeah. twenty five to maybe twenty eight, twenty nine, you're probably still enjoying the youthful nightclubs. Hey, there is a there needs to be a place for cougars. There needs to be a place for what are they called when they're men? Groomers. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean. Everyone has, everyone to each to their each own. Each to their own. When um, I was 25, I might have liked a more mature club. Like what? Just one where there wasn't like, you know, someone next to me who had tried to drink six Jägermasters before we left the house <laughs> and wants to spew down my top. You know I, what I mean? I like, didn't know we like... passed, we, we crossed paths while we were out. <laughs> um, yay or nay on the way as well. Quick fire topics. We just say whether we are yay or nay and then a little explanation around them as well. It's just always nice, uh, topical, fun stuff to chat about around the table. Mm. Um. Desiree's phone call was gorgeous. We just wanted to bring some love back into the world and Desiree talked about meeting her husband and falling in love with him from the first date. We're still looking for our singles to get together by Valentine's Day. Yeah, if you are legitimately interested in looking for love, like we will ask you the question on Valentine's Day, are you in love with the person we've hooked you up with? Mm. Um, And we've got a heap of stuff to do to get you there as well. Mix.com.au. You're kidding me in this one as well. Um, and how did your parents embarrass you? A lot of fun stories there. Great stories. And I got away with saying a word on air today that I would never normally get away with. Oh, God, yes. Did we put that in a different podcast? In or a is different that podcast. It? You sure that's not it? It was because of that, but it's it's not that. It's in a different podcast. I'm never going to say that word on air ever again. Yes, you are. No, I won't be. Yes, you are. Potty. Potty mouth. Um, here you go. Have a podcast. Bye. Pete and Kimber's Blackout Challenge. It's finally time to reveal what happened with our first Blackout Challenge of 2024, Kimber. We have been told by our producers and greater team here at Mix that we should expect Blackout Challenges this year, which is where they will cover our ears, cover our eyes, take us somewhere where they'll basically put us in a compromising position and whatever we open our eyes to is whatever we have to deal with. 
Now, here's the thing, right? Um, this is where we're going to pick the audio up. We just signed waivers. We had no idea what it was that we were signing. We were just said, we were just told, just sign here on the interwebs. Yeah, not because we're idiots and we don't read before we sign, but because they wouldn't let us read anything. And you give away everything, they wouldn't They just it? said, sign here. Um, and we start the audio from when our blindfolds had just gone on here at the studio, noise cancelling, headphones on, and we were start to be led out of the building. We have no idea what it is that we're doing. Okay. Okay, Kimber's... I'm being blindfolded again. I'm being dragged. Are you being dragged? <laughs> yeah, but who's leading me? I'm being dragged. I'm leading and me. I'm like, I'm <laughs> being... hold my hand or something. I'm being dragged rather roughly. Whoever's leading me is just walking me straight into people. <laughs> oh, it's Rami. Hey, guys. <laughs> you hear how, like, tinny those doors have slammed? We're clearly going into the next Jeep. <laughs> this is clearly doing rounds around a roundabout right now. It's clearly doing rounds around a roundabout to just stuff us up. I have no idea where we are now. I was pretty convinced that we would we'd turn right on Great Eastern Highway... It's me, Pete. What are we sitting on? We're sitting on something. I can't hear you. I've got a backpack on. Why have I got a backpack on? Now there's a backpack being taken off. What are you guys doing? What is that? No, I'm not. I am not jumping out of anything. I'm not doing it. What is going on? I'm not. If this is like a plane jump or something, I'm not doing it. Okay, guys, can we just reveal what the hell's going on now? I'm done. Like, this is... Oh, that feels like a harness. Get stuffed. A lot of you just get stuffed. Ah. Wait, what am I... What am I getting into? What is that? Yeah, that's definitely a harness. Oh, no, it's a whole body harness. Oh no. Oh my god, are we abseiling? Oh, we got our ears back. Ears are back. I think I know where we're at now. This feels a lot like when I had to abseil off the Wacker Light Towers. Oh! And I climbed about a million stairs inside the tower. Oh mate, I feel so sick. No you don't. Yes, don't, I do. don't, don't give into it, mate. I don't know if it's the heat or. It's adrenaline. It's just adrenaline. Um, here, Kimber. I'm sweating bullets. I'm having moments of calmness interspersed with completely freaking out. Yeah, but I think that's because you've also got your senses removed and stuff. Yeah, I'm so like... much. Want me side back? You okay, Casey? I'm good. Good. I'm really good. Good. On three, take off your blindfold. Oh, God. Hurry up. Three, two, one, go. Oh, Oh, my God. Off. Right off. It's beautiful. You've got 400 metres of zip line in front of you. So as you could hear, we found ourselves at the top of Madagarup Bridge about to go down the zip line. It was a long way to climb Madagarup Bridge when you can't see. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, there were so many things in that, just, just listening back to it. I mean, the moments where backpacks were put on us and then taken off, I had something that was shoved in between my legs. Yeah. Um, they, were you, were that, you pat down at one point? Yes, I was patted down. I think they were trying to make us scared to think that we were going parachuting. Yep. 
Like they were just intentionally freaking us out for a long period of time. And when we were sitting on the bench, I swear I could have heard a um, like an aeroplane spooling up or something. So <laughs> I, I, I thought, I genuinely thought, oh, this is the first time we have to jump out of a plane, isn't it? No. Um, but no. So Madagarup Bridge, right? Uh, about to go down the zip line. You're going to hear what happened next. There is a twist. Wow, this is gorgeous. Tell me some things you're excited about, Pete. I'm speechless. I'm just, it is. It is a stunning view. It's gorgeous. And it is a gorgeous day. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's just clip us in. I don't know if I can do this, guys. I'm serious. You totally can. I absolutely don't know if I can do this. You 100% can, mate. Uh Count of three, team. You're going to listen, Pete. You're going to really clip it, okay? Ready? No, 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 wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. I can't do this, I can't do this, I can't do this, I can't, I can't do it. Minus bit test, nothing is uncomfortable. I think fine. Yeah. That's good. Oh god. Oh god. And you just tested all this, you know it's gonna hold you now. You can't push me, it's 2024. Oh my god. Don't hold on too tight, relax your knees, tell your body that you're relaxed, don't stand stiff. Let your body stand in the relax. I'm standing stiff. There we go. All right, let's go. So much fun. It was better to That was so good. Oh my god, that was so good. Oh. Thanks, Kimba. You too. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm not joking. I want to go again. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't believe that. They left the burp in there. We I mean. That is it wild. took you so long to agree to go. We had a lot of false starts. There was a lot of three, two, one. Oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. We had three false starts. Mate. You make it sound like it's a lot. You know? Mate, it, we didn't think we were going to get down there. And then we get to the end. You let out that burp. I legit thought you were going to throw up on them at the end. I thought that was the start of a puke. I was very close. <laughs> very, very close. Um it just, I like, I have a genuine fear of heights, like a proper fear of heights. Yeah, you and I both said to everybody here, we both have a fear of heights. We didn't want to do anything that was high up. We never do. Mm. I can't believe how calm I was. Like, you were incredible. I had gone and seen my psych beforehand and she helps me with my ADHD and she talked me through all these things about like trying to stay calm and not letting the adrenaline take over and I did it. It's the most calm I've ever been on something high. In that audio, if you uh, hear when Kimber's saying to me, tell me what you're excited about, that was her doing what, you, what you're psyched. Doing it. Yeah, the, the dragon and the book and the yeah. think what about the I things you're excited about. Yeah. Um, anyway, it was crazy. And we have to say a massive thank you to Madagarup Zip and Climb, Perth's thrilling must-do activity. Big thanks to Jen at the team. 
um, who are very, very good with us, very, very patient with me. Oh, they were so patient. But also, they had a hard job trying to get us up the stairs and rails and stuff mm. completely blindfolded. Um, but you, even if you're scared of heights, if you can push yourself through it, you will thank yourself. The Pete and Kimber Podcast. Kimber, do you know the... Um, the massage buildings in West Perth, they're sort of along Wellington Street. You can't oh, miss them. do I ever. Do you Park ever? out the back. <laughs> oh, no? Not quite, no. Oh. I mean, if you want to give us the full experience, please, by all means, go ahead. <laughs> um, but you might know them. They're, they're right opposite Watertown, where that set of traffic lights is. Yeah. Um, they're usually vandalizers like graffiti and rubbish and all sorts of stuff happening to them. Um, they're about to go through a bit of a revamp. Right, there's some um, skip bins that have appeared, and they're starting to do works on them because mm-hmm. apparently they're transforming them into a luxury three-story nightclub for older crowds and mums and dads on a night out. Mums and dads club. Mums and dads on a night out. The club is going to be named Eleven Forty Five. Now, the reason why they're naming it is because that's the name they've given um, to the time that club goers go out and hit the club. No, at a mum and dad club, no, they don't. 11.45, I'm quite happy to be home by then. Mate, 11.45, you're doing well. Mate, the club You're doing a lot better than the, I am. The club should have kicked off at about 4pm when we had some accidental drinks after you dropped the kids back at, from school. Yeah, you're feeling a little bit frisky. And you hit you the afternoon a, few, a bit too hard and then bit you're energized. like, push through. We could do this. Home by 11. Um, what are some of the things this club needs? You know, to I, be a mum and dad's club or a bit of an older crowd's I club. I have simple needs if I go to a club now. I have simple needs. I want there to be chairs all around the room like at a sort of town hall, like just all the way oh, along yeah. the walls so I can just pull up a chair at any point. Somewhere to sit. Somewhere to sit. I love that. Great idea. Um, I would like cocktail cocktails to be made at a separate bar. If you want cocktails, that's great. Uh-huh. All of you go line up over there and the rest of us can get served like ordinary people just <laughs> getting a quick G&T. Just on that, right, yeah. let's, while we're talking cocktails, real nostalgia type cocktails, like I bring back the $15 Midori cocktail shaker that you used to get at Metro's and I want the genuine one. I want the one that had the 10 mils of Midori and the mm-hmm. half a litre of soda water mm. that you paid $15 for in a neon green shaker. Yeah, you still could collect it in that shaker afterwards when you brought it back up. Absolutely. You know what else um, I'd like? Yeah. I would like a crèche at the at the front of the place. Oh, God, no. Now no, I'm no, not no, going. No, no, a crèche is great, right? So it'd be right next to the place where you drop your jacket. So you drop your jacket. <laughs> Dropping cloakroom. Yep, in the cloakroom. And kid room. And kid room. You drop your jacket and the kid room, it'd be soundproof so you wouldn't have to worry about it, but at least you know. Because if you can't find a babysitter in time, where are you going to put yep. the kids? That's true. Yeah, and well, speaking of sound too, I want the place to sound reasonable. I like a little bit of music, but I also want to be able to chat to my friends. I went to a bar in Sydney for a casual catch-up in the afternoon with my friend who I hadn't seen in a long time, and she said, I'm running late, meet me at the bar, I'll be at Wharf Bar in this time. Now, I went there not realising it's a super popular bar, but I couldn't work out why, because this is how it sounds inside. This was like... Oh, my God. It was a concrete jungle with hundreds of people, and this was just lunchtime. That's what I mean. Like, James and I were sitting next to each other, and we couldn't even hear each other. It, it, it is most, is the most ridiculous thing where you go to a pub or a club or something like that, and it sounds like that when you're meant to be catching up with someone just for a casual drink. It's and horrible. Just a chat. I sculled that wine and was like, let's get out of here you're and go right. somewhere. Okay, so there's just a few things. 11.45. I like, I like this idea of this club. We could do this. Um, and finally, what music? 
I mean, what are they going to play? Are they going to play the hits from when we were at clubs? I or think are they so. Gonna I hope be, so. You know my clubbing song. Excalibur. Oh, yeah. Excalibur. There are people in their cars right now going, oh, yeah, those are the days, sketches, uh, For me it was raves. Uh, the, the club would be pumping, right? Music would be going off, be going really well, and then it would go really, really silent for a moment. Yeah. And then the familiar beat would come in that would tell us that Show Me Love is on the way. Oh, yeah, okay. It was this one, and the cloud would go nuts. I couldn't tell with you if it was going to be that or Crazy Frog. Uh, it might be. Well, I'll be the Crazy Frog. <laughs> Doesn't go astray. You have to pay 55 cents, though, if you want to get Crazy Frog. <laughs> That's the only thing. Pete and Kimbers, yay or nay? Rami is here. Hello. Hey. So this is yay or nay. Yep. Three, five topics, fire, uh, quick fire topics, and just give me yay or nay. That simple and we discuss. Okay. All right. One day I'll nail this explanation, by the way. That's all right. <laughs> we'll just record it once, get it right, and we'll just keep Hang playing on, it back. Please Will Rami nail the explanation one day? Three, two, one. Nay. Hey, Kimba. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, first one. Uh, taking showers every day. Three, two, one. Yay. What's the alternative? Yay. No, no. I just wanted to see what you guys I love a two shower a day. Love that. Two showers a day? Oh, love we it. are in a drought. No, no, no. I mean, no, I, not. I shower responsibly. I, so. I shower with James. Uh. So then you save on water. What? Okay. Uh, the reason I bring no, this no, up. No, don't glide over this. Hang on. So <laughs> <laughs> what happens when you don't have kids. You can shower together. Oh, no, you can do that when you have kids. It's just generally the kids are there as well. Yeah, everyone's in. God, it's got a visual of Pete, his kids, and his wife's all in the shower together. It's a lot of, the, it's a lot a of lot. this going. It's a lot of this going. <laughs> Mom, Dad! Um, God. The what that, what's the average shower? The, the average shower. Like in, well, I mean, it's once. But yeah, the reason yeah. I bring this up is because uh, of all people, Brad Pitt mm. goes a few days without showering. A few. See, a that's few. where your good looks have gone to your head, yep, yep. isn't it? You're like, I'm Brad Pitt. I don't have to shower every day. Yeah, yeah you still do, mate. He used to live with, um, you know, Jason Priestley um, from Be- Beverly Hills. Yep. Not, they used to be housemates. And he was doing an interview, uh, Jason, and then he goes, he revealed that when they were housemates, they used to play a game, and so he would go the longest without showering. <laughs> and it was always Brad that would go a couple of days without showering. And I finally have something in common with Brad Pitt. Oh, really? I've gone go like a couple days. of days without showering, yeah. Every now and then, yeah. Yeah. But I never smell. No, yeah, it's a talent yes. of mine. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Yes, you do. Second no, topic. <laughs> Second topic. Coriander. Three, two, one. Yay. Yay. Oh, good. Uh, good. Yeah, I, there's there's Facebook groups that are like people against coriander, and there's like half a million people in that group, and I yeah. don't I don't understand you. It's coriander a is a wonderful thing. herb. Yes. No, it's a science thing. What do you mean? Because apparently it's part of your genetic makeup. There's something going on there where some people it literally tastes like soap. Mm. So they can't they don't taste coriander the same way that you and I taste coriander. They're tasting something really rank that they shouldn't be eating. So it's kind of like they can't help that it's a scientific thing. It's kind of like with the pea thing with asparagus. It takes two parts to that. You need two components. If you can smell your pea smelling weird after you've had asparagus, it's one part of you to produce it and one to also smell it. I and have, some people don't have either. I have both parts. I'm yeah. blown away by Kimber's knowledge on all of this. It's amazing. It is amazing. <laughs> it's almost as if I listened to human biology. It's wow. not true. Wow. But Let me guess. You used to be a human biology teacher? <laughs> they and think I've had a lot of occupations. <laughs> and third one, taking pets out with you to the shops. Three, two, one. Yay. 
Is that a nay? Yeah, that was a nay. A nay? Why? Because I, I, I don't I don't need to see your pet wandering up and down the aisle of the supermarket. Now, there are some... <laughs> you know where I'm going to go with yeah, this. Yeah, I know where you're going to go. There are some where <laughs> I'm like, I get that, seeing eye dog or a like an anxiety dog or something like that. Sure, absolutely, I get that. Um, but like when I see someone wandering around with McGruff in their trolley while they're in the fruit and vegetable hey, aisle. You know who's easier uh, to shop with it, at Bunnings? Oh, should we get some tomatoes? Oh, do you think we should get some tomatoes, <laughs> McGrath? Oh, let's get some tomatoes and bring them home, McGrath. Do you know who seven. is easier to shop with at Bunnings? Who? Over your kids. <laughs> Every dog. Every dog in Perth is still a better Bunnings customer. And better behaved than your, your children. Kids. You know That's what sucks? Is I can't even say that at least my kids don't pee in the aisle. Pete and Kimber's instant couple. Instant couple, Kimber. Yeah, Valentine's Day is coming up. We thought, oh, we could wait till Valentine's and maybe give out some flowers or something to those who are already in love. But what about the people who want to be in love Mm. and are not looking forward to Valentine's? We want to turn it around for you. If you are a single person and you would like to find love, go to mix.com.au. Fill out a few bits of information in there. We're going to try and match make someone. You and I are going to play Cupid. And we're going to see, send you on a few dates, do a few exercises to get you guys into each other. We're going to see how that works. And then by Valentine's, we're going to see if you're falling in love. We're going to ask you the question, like yeah. legit. Yeah. All right. So that's the goal. Mix.com.au to register. Um, yesterday was just full of full of lovely stories of people falling in love, wasn't it? Well, because I think that you were nervous about the idea that Valentine's is in three weeks and that's not long enough to fall in love. And I say, yes, it is, because some people meet and instantly know. Like they just go, I met that person and I knew. I got a text message from someone yesterday saying that they met their wife on a cruise. It was like a nine-day cruise. They spent that time together. They didn't even live in the same state. And after that, they moved interstate and they've been married and everything's going gangbusters. Yeah, that's the stories we need to hear for this to inspire it. Um, we also spoke to a woman by the name of Desiree, um, who we didn't get a chance to get to yesterday when we did the phones on how quickly did you fall in love. Mm-hmm. Her story's incredible. Take a listen. We met in Wagga, which is a fairly small town in New South Wales. We met on Tinder. But we were actually living down the road from each other. Both moved with, like, we moved in with our parents after never living in Wagga before. Met on Tinder because he's a bit of a hermit. We would literally never meet in real life because I think he would run away from me if he saw me in public. (laughs) I'm too much for him. Um, But yeah, we had a couple of weeks of chatting. And I think because we got to speak a little bit before we met in person, it really gave us a chance to learn each other's personalities and, and our really... Um, awkward sense of humour is what bonded us, I think, the most. So we had a coffee date on a Sunday morning. It turned into breakfast. And then that night he messaged me. He's like, hey, I've got to see you again. When are we going to hang out? So we went to dinner on the Thursday night and I was locked in. Oh, see? <laughs> Desiree. See, it was straight away. When you yeah. when you say a coffee date turning into breakfast, that's when you know you're on. <laughs> That's when you know you're on. Because a coffee date is a great way to set up a first date because it is, it's not too much of a commitment. If it's not going great, you can finish your coffee and go, all right, well, it's been fun. Yeah. But, yeah, to hang around long enough to have breakfast as well, yeah, you're on. I get it. Yeah, we sat and, like, eventually we sat at, a like, a bar next to the window and we were sitting eating our breakfast and we ended up having such a good chat, like, 
honestly, it felt like I was giggling with a girlfriend of mine because we had our little knees touching and we were leaning in. We were talking and giggling and making jokes. Aww. It was amazing. You yeah, know, he's um, definitely my best friend. Oh, Desiree. You know, our producers <laughs> this morning told us that when you called through um, to try and chat, that, that actually you were a bit emotional. What was going on for you this morning? I'm a little bit emotional now. Oh, what's happened? Um, my husband's in the Navy and he's got a five-month posting overseas, so I just dropped him off. I've just gotten home from the airport. Oh, Oh, I'm sorry, but you know what? It, gave, it What a great time to be listening to us to give us a chance to chat about this gorgeous love story. Because yeah, it was really good timing, actually. It's um, it was nice to share it with other people. Oh, yeah. that's right. You know what? The 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 village people really cooked us when they released this, didn't they? Because it, it made it sound like so much more fun than what you're making it sound like right now. I have played that song spend so many times. <laughs> Thanks for your call, Desiree. Don't you want that kind of love? Uh, you know what got me? When she talked about the, uh, the being at breakfast and their knees touching, Aww. like leaning into each other, the knees touching, like those little things that happen on a first date. For me, it was the text that said, I've got to see you again. Yeah. Someone who's not afraid to put their heart on their line and they're not playing the games. They're just saying, this is what I'm looking for and I'm interested in you. Clear definitions. If that's you... And 2024 is your year to find love. We want to hear from you. Head to Instant Couple and register at mix.com.au. We want to know how your parents embarrass you. Oh, there's so many occasions it happens. Um, In this case, the reason why uh, is because Kimber's got this incredible story um, from a friend of hers who met her mother-in-law for the first time at a family dinner, which she's going to tell in full right now. Please no, take it away. I can't tell the story please right take, now because it's, tell not, the story. it's not appropriate. It's fine. It only it came up in conversation because we were chatting about Terry Irwin and Terry Irwin's basically, you know, made a bit of a saucy joke mm. in front of her son, Bob, and Bob is hoping that the ground will swallow him whole. <laughs> they were doing some sort of chat in front of a crowd of people um, the audio is a bit hard, but we'll translate. Take a listen. So basically, the person interviewing them mm-hmm. found out that Terry had a tattoo of Steve Irwin, her former husband, uh, and she went on to say that she has a tattoo of Steve that says Steve was here, mm-hmm. and she can't show where it is. Mum, 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 mum. I quite like parents embarrassing their kids. You know, you see all those stories of like the dads who go, I don't like how short your shorts are. And so then the dad wears bum shorts to drop them (laughs) off at school and stuff. I find that stuff quite funny. I will be that dad. I cannot wait for those days, for those opportunities. It depends how you're embarrassed too. I'm not easily embarrassed, but I do recall feeling quite embarrassed the time I was younger. It was the first time I was moving out with my boyfriend and, um, you know, so it was like serious and we moved out. We went to mum and dad's to pick up the last of my stuff. And when we went to go back in the car, my dad gave my boyfriend at the time a six pack of beer and said, thanks for taking her off my hands. <laughs> 
And I was so embarrassed. I was like, I was trying to be a grown up and be like, yeah, we're moving out together. This is so, and he was like, six pack of beer. <laughs> Cheers. That's so good. <laughs> we want to hear the stories of when your parents embarrassed you this morning. Kristen in Darling Downs. Good morning. Morning, guys. Kristen, how did you get embarrassed by your mum? Oh, the night before leavers, I was having a dinner with a group of friends. Um, and that was the friends I was going away with. Um, anyway, out of the blue, my mum comes in with a massive speech on how we need to stay safe, stick together, practice safe sex. <laughs> She's like, I don't know if you're going to drink, just don't get drunk. Um, and it went on and on. Anyway, before she leaves, she she leaves her number on pieces of paper for every single person there Aww. and a packet of condoms on the table. <laughs> I mean, I know it's embarrassing for you at that age, but also, like, that is such good parenting, Kristen. It's really good Like, you're going to look back it at is. that now and be like, that's yeah. good parenting. It's also a checklist of things to do while on levers. <laughs> um, Tracy in Perth, tell us about your son named Earl. Um, um, my husband at the time took a bugle to school and played it rather loudly and announced my son's arrival. Much <laughs> to my son's horror. Why did he do that? <laughs> Just to steer him. That's excellent. Wow. I'm writing that down. A bugle. Michelle uh, in Two Rocks, you are the one doing the embarrassing for your son. Yes. I'd been begging him and begging him to clean the kitchen. Um, he didn't do it, so he, he wanted a lift to the train station so he could go and meet his girlfriend. So it was peak hour train, and I took him down to the train station. And as he got out of the car, I wound down the window and I said, do you need me to go and buy you some condoms? Well, he's trying to walk really fast. <laughs> and so then I'm saying, you, with the red shirt with the black bag, do you want me to go buy you some condoms? <laughs> <laughs> um, Becky and Wella, tell us about the time your dad embarrassed you. Good morning, guys. Um, yeah, I was about 15, 16, and we were having a high school mid-year dance, and uh, it was close to going home time, so I decided to just quickly go for a, a bathroom break. When I came back from the break and I entered the hall, everybody was standing around in a circle and dancing and cheering somebody in the middle of the hall. And when I went in closer to inspect who that was, it was my dad <laughs> of the freaking hall. I was absolutely mortified and just everyone was like, your dad's so cool. I just couldn't wait to get out of there. <laughs> oh, so it doesn't legend. matter that everyone else thinks he's cool. Yeah, um, Such a good move. Michael in Mandra, bring us home here, mate. Embarrassed by your mum when you were younger. What happened? Okay, yeah, I go. Therapy on the line. So I'm standing in the garage with this girl that I really like as well as her mum after a party and everything went right. Dates were lined up, etc. And the garage door starts going up and my mum gives me a call and says over the phone, don't come out now, I'm busy peeing. And unfortunately, the girl's mum is standing right next to me and uh, she manages to get, to get into the car before anyone sees. But unfortunately, they've already heard. And as the car starts reversing with me in it, um, because it's at night time, there's this big puddle in front of the car. So <laughs> needless to say, I never got Valentine's and Roses the next day. Are you kidding me? 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 All right. Got my spurs. Got my buttless chaps ready to go. Damn, girl. I felt the skin, didn't it? A little bit. Hey, look who's here. Who's sexy?
I've never heard this version until Pete played it during that last song. Yeah, mid-90s. I think it was like 95, 96. band called T-Shirt did uh, the sexy thing. Oh, there we go. I feel at home now. Yeah. That's, yeah. One. That's what we really play when Kerrit enters the room. Uh, what is you kidding me, Kerrit? Well, Pete, thank you very much for asking. Basically, Pete and Kimber go head-to-head. And what it is, is I have three montages from three different years. Each of those are made up of a song, a movie, and a moment. The guys need to try and guess what year they're from, hence the name You're Kidding Me. Now, we've only played this once this year, and Kimbo is currently leading 1-0. So, Pete, you're going to need to bring it back today. Right, I'm not to sure. Was that rewarding me or was that punishing me? Well, it depends. Did you like it or what? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into the first one. <laughs> man. This guy is really good. Cash machine. Robocop. What is he? He's a cyborg, you idiot. I gotta have faith. Charlene, Edna, will you have this man to be your wedded husband? I will. Kimber's gone straight away I've with I've gone the straight in because, I, you know, I, I don't like to waste your time. I know you put a lot of effort into these montages, Kerrid, and I don't like to mess about. Like Thank Kate. you, Kimber. I remember watching Robocop as a kid. <laughs> what year was it? It got to the scene <laughs> with the boobies. And Dad, Dad turned the TV off immediately. Whose wedding was that at the end? Scott and Charlene, Scott and Charlene. from Neighbours. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for letting me know about that. Um, You're more than welcome. Yeah, I thought it might have been. Okay. I've just hedged my bets on this one, but I think it might be a little bit later. Okay. Would you go? 89. Oh, you might, you might take this. And you went with? 85. My maths is correct this time. It was dead centre in the middle. It was 87, so you guys split the points. Ooh. Very good. Let's go Kardashian and Kanye West are officially first-time parents. The superstar couple welcomed their baby girl in the early morning hours of June 15th, and both mom and the baby are doing well. And we'll never be Build a snowman. God. Sorry to all the parents sh- out there. I should know. Sh- you should know. Um, <sighs> gee, that's a tough one. When this did Kim Kardashian <laughs> give birth to? Northwest. 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 How old is that kid these days? <laughs> have, have we seen any photos of that kid like going to school, like high school, or? Well, that, uh, I, I, I no. have not seen any Middle images school. myself. Do they have an education? Do you need an education when your parents are that rich? I would say yes. Whether that's at an actual school or like a homeschool thing, I don't know. Well, homeschooling is actual schooling, Kerrod. Uh, sorry, as in... If you would like to you put know, in your complaint, you, know you can I mean. send it you know to Kerrod I mean. at Mix94.5. <laughs> you know what, I mean. <laughs> okay, you know what I mean. what year are we in right now? Uh, I reckon it's going to be older than what we think. Mm, okay, so what year are you going with? Okay, Kimber's given me a year. I've just oh. thrown something in. I mean, why not? I feel like I want to put it... Because yeah. Lord had a big gap between albums. Mm. That's the other thing. Oh, Come on, Pete, swears. get on with it. Yeah, we do need to get on with this, Pete. Okay. What'd you 20, go? 2013. Oh, I went we... 2014. The answer was 2013. Yes! Oh. Let's go, Pepe! Nice Let's go to the third one. <laughs> and all the girlies say I'm pretty fly for a white guy. It's pink. PhD students Larry Page and Sergey Brin began Google as a research project while attending California Stanford University. 
I don't know the answer to this one or that last one, but I just, I'm trying to imagine myself on the South Perth foreshore, the year that my friends realised Pretty Fly for a white guy just made it number one into Triple J's Hottest 100 and all of us going, what? (laughs) (laughs) And trying to think how old I was at the time when that shocking Mm. situation occurred. Well, Kimber has given me a year, Pete. It's like that time we, we went into the mechanic and because we had a weird sound happening with the car and the guy told us to turn off Triple J. <laughs> um, uh, <sighs> You're not allowed to tell gap filler stories. Oh. I do it so that you've got processing yeah. time. Thank it's you. just I just <laughs> never yeah. like... You're doing a so if you haven't noticed, Pete takes a long time to get answers. So to long. Uh, I feel You're like get I was... from this. Uh, Hurry up. Okay. Three, two, one... Reveal. No, <laughs> no, oh, no, that's a different, different segment. segment. Right. Okay, okay. Where'd you go? 2000. Can I, do I have to ask you every time, or can you just put your number up and say it? I did. 2000. Did. Okay, I said 99. It was. Come on. 19. Damn it. 98, oh, which means Kimball wins. So split the points today, guys, which takes Damn. the total to 2-1 to Kimba. She still leads by a point. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. Sorry for my friend Pete wasting your time. Oh, that's okay. Hello. Bye, Pete. (laughs) Pete and Kimber.